it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. Welcome back to Sales with Sully. Hi, this is Scott Sullivan. I am your host, and every single week right here on Inspired News Radio, we talk about the things that make you a better sales professional. Every week on Sales with Sully. The last two weeks, we've been talking about CRM, Customer Relationship Management, the type, the systems in place. And last week, we got down in the weeds and talked a little bit about the details of a CRM. And today we're going to have just a brief review of some of the things that we found out in the first two weeks. And then we're going to wrap it all up into a nice, neat little bow and put it together for you. So a three-week series. This is the last of the three weeks. And we're going to be talking about CRM, Customer Relationship Management. Well, let's just dive right in again and and do a little bit of a recap. In week one, we talked about the overall arching fact that you need a CRM. You actually have to have something, even in the old days, I, I date myself when I say this, before computers and software and smartphones, even cell phones, we had a CRM system. It just was probably analog and it was on paper and we carried it around with us. So if you lost it, it was you know gone forever. Whereas today we talk primarily about software, whether it's on our phone or on our desktop, on our laptop, all the above, our tablet, it becomes an app that we can you know carry around with us in our pockets and make comments and notes and and we've become reliant on the CRM system. Just like I tell people all the time, they they say to me, well, what's the most popular app on your phone? Mine is probably social media, LinkedIn, or, or Facebook. I probably spend the most time on. But what's most important, uh, not only can I use my phone for a phone to reach out to people, but you know I keep all of my contacts and all of my information and things about my prospects in my CRM and I can use it right from my phone. I can dial the phone from those contacts. I can send emails from those contacts and my CRM is smart enough or the software is smart enough to actually keep track of those those reach outs and those contents uh, and keep it attached to that particular file. So if anything were to happen and my phone disappear or you know, my laptop, you know, drops in the pool or whatever happens, I still have all of that information based in a cloud, uh, in an app, in a CRM. So I carry all of that with me just about everywhere I go. And if something comes up that I need to access it from somewhere else, I still can, even though uh, I may not have my devices with me. So that really is a huge help. And that's what we talked about in week one. The overall arching fact that you need a CRM, you need to actually commit to that CRM and use it on a daily basis and make it your your standard go-to way of contacting your clients. That way you can always have that information and you can pass it along inside an organization. Now most organizations today, if they have a sales component, have a CRM that they mandate that they're employees use because that's the way they keep track of 
of contacts and customers and prospects and all those things that go along with that. If you're a solo entrepreneur, I still recommend that you do it simply for the fact is, is that it gets unwieldy when it gets to, you know, a hundred, 200, 500, 1,000, 10,000, 100,000 contacts, how would you possibly manage that unless you had a CRM that could manage that? The second week we talked about a little bit down in the weeds, we talked about using the task and events tab to actually keep track of our day and actually keep things moving and productivity high. Again, because once you have so many prospects or customers that you can't remember all of their names and you can't possibly remember all that information and you can't possibly remember to call them back on Tuesday, you can actually then use your CRM to follow up and to plan your days and your weeks and schedule time and how it uh, synchronizes with your calendar. So today we're going to talk about, oh, and also last week we talked about how you could change the corporate culture inside your organization by convincing your boss that with a common platform that two people can actually do the job of more than two. So one plus one equals 11 rather than two. And you get that synergistic kind of uh, you know productivity bump and that efficiency bump because you're working as a collegiate team and you're sharing the same information across the same platform. That's the goal. The goal is to get more sales with, you know, by lowering the cost of getting that sale. So customer acquisition costs go down, cost of uh, sales go down, all of those things, uh, which means translates to either, you know, one of two things. You can lower your price and get more sales and have a higher volume and, and take market share, or you can augment your uh, margins and your profit line simply because the bottom line will get better if you're uh, lowering the cost of your sale. So all of that's very, very positive. So today what I'd like to do is I'd like to wrap it up. And we touched on last week a little bit on customization, but today I'd like to wrap it up with the actual full-blown talk about the CRM as, as the, you know, the full-blown sales cycle tool. Most uh, CRMs now have a, uh, a module, if you will. I'm trying to come up with the right word. Mine, the one that I use, they call them modules. But you, it has a module for probably doing proposals, quotations or proposals. Uh, it probably has the capability of keeping products and services in a database for inventory. It synchronizes with your own um invoicing process or it can probably produce its own uh, your own uh, invoices right from your CRM and the reason why I want to mention that is is because I'm now primarily speaking to the solo entrepreneur or the small team if your team if you if you're an organization right now if you're the CEO or entrepreneur of a small organization and I mean you know less than 25 employees type of of organization and it doesn't really matter about the dollar volume. I mean, you could be a hundred million dollar company and only have twenty employees, or you could be a you know hundred million dollar company and have a thousand employees. But I'm primarily talking about the number of people that would be accessing and touching not only the client but the process when it comes to sales. 
the first thing that I would do, um, especially if I have if I don't have a CRM and I'm getting ready to buy one, the first thing I would do is I would actually map the entire process. And I'm not talking just the sales process. I'm talking about all the way from lead generation to final delivery of the product or service, invoicing, complete payment, referral, follow-up, all of the things that go all the way through to the very, very end. And I would map that process and then I would I would coalesce that down into the bullets that are needed in order to solve that problem. Do I need an accounting software? Do I need a, you know, what are the parts and pieces that I need to be able to uh, effectively run my company? And I think you'll be surprised today at how many of those buckets are filled by a good quality CRM. I know right now that I can run my entire company off of a, a really robust CRM where I can generate a lead, put them into my system, hand that off in a marketing campaign that's can still connected in my CRM. I'm not going off to a separate piece of software where I can actually run a marketing campaign with that person to get them interested in buying my products or services. I can then take that prospect still as a lead and I can move them into a quotation. I can templatize. I can put all of my documents that and put them as templates, my non-disclosures. Maybe there's a non-circumvent. Maybe there's a contract. Maybe there's a, a quotation or a proposal. All of those forms can be generated into a template. And my CRM can also keep all of my products and services so that if I sell widgets, it can price them and it can price them in, there's an in, it's infinitely customizable, which means, what do I mean by that? That means that I have two customers or two prospects next to each other. I have one that is you know, wholesale that meets a certain criteria. I have one that's retail that doesn't meet a, the, that lower price criteria. And my CRM is smart enough to know the difference between those two and will price them accordingly, according to the price books and the catalogs and the parts and pieces that I have put into my CRM. Again, this is all the same CRM. I, hadn't, I didn't have to leave the platform. Then the beautiful part about it is, once the customer actually buys, I can either integrate in a accounting software, at, usually at no charge, but I can integrate uh, through an API, uh, an application uh, program interface, where I can actually use an API to send that information over to my you know, QuickBooks or accounting software and send the invoice, or better yet, I can actually use the accounting an invoicing uh, module on my CRM and actually use the same information generated from the proposal and the quote and send the invoice right there from my CRM, which then it gets a copy of it gets put into their into their uh, uh, file so that I actually start building a, a history of purchases from that customer right inside my CRM without having to leave the platform. Now, I do know, and I'm not being naive here, I do know that sometimes we need a little bit more robust accounting, and sometimes the accounting software does need to go uh, you know, off to another platform. But make sure that you, you know, consult the right professional and get the API back 
so that it actually populates that sales history onto your CRM so that when your salespeople are actually calling them, you know, you know what their last you know, invoice looked like, what their notes were. And then here's the best part about it. I go back to the CRM for my customer service. The customer calls in, I'm using exactly the same platform. The same platform. The customer calls in and said, well, hey, my widgets came in broken. The shipping was awful. Oh my gosh, it was five days late. Whatever it was, it doesn't matter. I'm using the exact same same platform to capture that information. And then I'm generating a case or a proposal internally to tell my sales and shipping team look we're going to we're having some problems you know we've had we've shipped 25 of these and 20 of them have been broken when they have arrived it's time now by tracking this information that we know we need to change our shipping procedures we need to find a better packing material we need to find a better shipper whatever it happens to be but I'm still using the same exact CRM to integrate into that process also. Plus the tracking numbers are there and I'm emailing from my CRM. I'm making phone calls from my CRM. You can see where I'm going with this. So it becomes, the CRMs of today have become so extremely robust that they're almost like enterprise-wide software, ERPs, enterprise, or uh, you know, enterprise software that does everything across, uh, you know, for manufacturing and everything. They've, they've become extremely robust. So I encourage you that don't pick the, the CRM lightly. Uh, work through the process. If you already have a CRM, the one thing I'm going to tell you is I, I will almost... I, I don't want to offend anyone, but I can almost guarantee you right now that uh, with my consulting practice that I've been working on for the last five years, I have not found but one customer in recent memory that I can come up with that is actually utilizing more than 50% of the CRM that they're paying uh, sometimes an awful lot of money for. Some of these CRMs can be very, very expensive. I don't necessarily recommend that you spend the money for the most expensive. I think you should actually get with someone like myself or some professional to help you select a CRM that fits your needs and fits maybe the next few years of your growth needs. Because they're, like I said, they're extremely robust, but they don't have to be super expensive. So there are options out there where you can augment and you can grow with the CRM. And the nice thing about it is most of them are cloud-based uh, systems now, and they're, they're getting better and better and better. So you're buying a system today, and three years from now, you're starting to, you feel like you're going to outgrow the system, and all of a sudden they make an upgrade and you're back to, being just fine because they're constantly evolving and they're constantly getting better. That is really, really important because I'm guessing that you probably aren't utilizing 100% of, of the capabilities of your CRM. And the other thing too is now I'm speaking directly to you, Mr. CEO, Mrs. CEO. If you are the leader, if you're the sales leader, if you're the executive of this company and you're listening to this broadcast right now, you need to be using your CRM. You need to be leading by example. It's not 
right for you to be standing up in the ivory tower going, okay, everyone down there, you all use the CRM so I can get my sales reports. No, use your CRM yourself. Get your own seat. The nice thing about having your own seat on the CRM is not only can you do your own reports, you can get reports created for you and, and see dashboards to find out how your sales organization is doing, but people see you on there. They see your name appear as account owners, as process. It shows that you are interested and, and still working within the organization and they actually see you logged on and you're using your CRM. Now, there are so many aspects of a CRM that you can add on to. We can add on internal chat programs now where you can actually chat with anybody that's no matter where they're sitting, anywhere in the world, if they're logged on to the CRM. Those are all things that you can you know, figure out how they work within your organization. There are things that you can, you know, clamp on. I use that word as uh, maybe you can buy plugins and pieces of software that clamp onto your software that maybe are report writers or make your proposals a little fancier or give you the opportunity to uh, do digital signatures through some of the the banking systems or send contracts that could be you know digitally signed there's all types of things that that can happen through the CRM that give you the, that next level of competency against your competition and why do i say that is because in this day and age when we're asking more and more and more of our employees to do more to be more generalists you know, we don't have that specialized field anymore. Some some organizations do, but generally speaking, we're becoming more and more generalists. I mean, I don't want to pick on the real estate agent, but, you know, the real estate agent has to be, you know, good at sales, good at showing the house, good at staging, good at, you know, doing open houses, be a baker to bake, you know, warm chocolate chip cookies. I mean, all the things that a that a real estate agent has to do now are a whole lot more than just selling. <laughs> you have to be a marketer and a salesperson, uh, be able to do an ad campaign, uh, print, or, you know, a creative writer to be able to put in the listings, all the things that go along with that, that used to take a team of people. We're now finding out that with the right software, we can get you know, more and more productivity out of fewer and fewer people, which is good in some ways, but also some of those lost arts, uh, some of those things that, you know, <laughs> those of you that uh, that don't have gray hair like me, you you probably don't remember the days when, you know, we didn't have computers and we didn't have fax machines and we didn't have cell phones and you literally had to get in the car to go see a customer or you had to actually pick up the phone and let it ring to, for them to get a hold of you, you know, for you to get a hold of them. And there were no things as texts and, and all the other things that go along with our industry today. And you actually had a book of business that was probably significantly smaller because it took time and effort to actually go see clients and to spend time with them. Whereas today you can reach many, many more people very, very quickly. But I don't know if the, the same level of uh, I don't want to say personal, you know, it's, it's just, it, maybe it feels just a little bit colder. Now I don't want to, again, I'm not trying to offend anybody, but is there a, is there a human aspect to a text? 
Yeah, sure, throw in an emoji or two. But is that the same as seeing somebody and, and taking them out for lunch and sitting across the table with them and getting to know them for an hour? Uh, it's probably not the same, right? So, But I know our industry has changed, and I know a lot of uh, things are, are being commoditized that used to not be a commodity. And they're, it's getting the world is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And we're talking to people in China on a daily basis. And we're talking to people in Australia. And, you know, the world just has just shrunk so much because of the technology that we have. So we need to utilize 100% of our CRM as often as possible to give us that competitive advantage. Now, what do I mean by that? If I can automate and process uh, the things that are the mundane, like for instance, if part of your sales process is to always, and I mean always, get a non-disclosure signed before the, you send out a proposal, you can automate that into your CRM to where as soon as you enter a lead into uh, the system and you uh, get it to a point maybe you call a stage qualified as soon as you hit the enter button and it's qualified an email will automatically go to the client saying as part of our process we like to get a non-disclosure signed could you please fill this out and send it back to us or better yet I've got it so automated that it sends it out and says here's a digital signature page for our NDA would you please sign this electronically and then it populates it back into your CRM automatically and it then opens up the gate for the next stage what do I mean it actually sends a, no a note to the proper people that says Mr. Joe Smith has returned his digitally signed NDA and he's now ready for the next level, which is pricing. Please prepare a quotation. That all gets done within the CRM and it becomes automated. Think about how many times a year uh, or possibly in the last five years that you have lost a sale or have dropped the ball or some human being has forgotten to do one or two of the steps and things all of a sudden fell through the cracks. That's where I'm talking about wrapping this up into a nice, neat little bow. Get your CRM. Get committed to using your CRM. Get committed to finding out everything this CRM can do for you and get better and better and better at it. If you're a CEO right now listening to this uh, broadcast, I'm going to encourage you to actually get specialized. Find someone in your organization that can be responsible for and administer. And I'm not talking about just making sure that your per people are set up on their CRM and they know how to reset their password. I'm not talking about that kind of administration. I'm talking about getting someone that is absolutely just as well versed within your organization as possible and include that person in every single sales meeting every operations meeting find out make it a task to find out how can our crm better influence our cycles what does my operation look like how does my crm fit into my operation what do I have to do to integrate this CRM into every single aspect of my organization? Because every single time you do that, it increases efficiency, which makes you better than your competitor, which then gives you a price advantage, which gives you a time advantage, all of the all that because of a piece of software. And it's simply because you committed, committed to making sure that it gets done. 
That's the type of integration that I'm talking about and administration that I'm talking about. So in recap, I'm going to say, get a CRM. Don't care what it is, how, whatever kind you want, whether it's software, analog, whatever, make sure that you have a CRM and commit to using it. That's the very first thing in every rule. And then commit to using as much of it as possible. Find out other ways that it integrates into your organization. Make sure that every single person is using it to the fullest extent that, that you can possibly. And before you actually buy the software, before you actually sign up and start integrating, the price of the software is just minuscule, minuscule compared to what it's going to cause as far as disruption and change and all the things that are going to happen within the organization. Those are all prices that are far, far, far greater than the price of the software. Don't be worried about the CapEx versus the OpEx. The CapEx is going to be nothing buying the software. The operational side is where you have to absolutely commit and get everybody on board because the, I'm going to tell you this as from personal experience, the reward is worth the pain. So until next time, this is Sales with Sully saying get out there and sell something. Remember, you can always find me on Twitter at Sales with Sully, easiest possible way to find me. I, it's real super easy to find me on LinkedIn, friend me on Facebook. I am all over social media. Of course, right here on inspirednewsradio.com, you can find any of my past episodes. You can also find my contact information here. I'm Scott Sullivan, your host. Sales with Sully every single week where we talk about all of the things that help make you a better sales professional. And I really appreciate you listening. You've been listening to Sales with Sully on InspiredNewsRadio.com. We take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at Sales with Sully, hashtag INR, and like us on Facebook. On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, thanks for listening, and see you next week.